I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, guys. Welcome to the SC Report. It's a Sunday night. Uh, we did run this last year. Nick, uh, who has moved on from the website, he's not going to be doing it, but uh, it's myself, Wenon, and JT. Uh, when we can, we will. And Justin, tonight, thankfully, we can review the round that was. How are you going? Yeah, not bad, mate. It's about day five of isolation, so going a little stir-crazy. Thank God we still have rugby league to keep us sane in these trying times. We do. It's um, pretty scary times at the moment, isn't it? So um, I don't think we can get away from it. We kind of have to talk about coronavirus or COVID-19, however you would like to frame it. Um, The AFL today has come out and suspended uh, the competition for two months. And I think the general public or um, sport fans uh, thought that the NRL would follow suit. But I was just looking on the NRL website just then and um, they've said that they're going to commit to trying to push ahead. So um, very interesting times. Hopefully um, they can because I think it, you know, people do need something on the weekends to do other than, um, you know, just hear about this pandemic all the time. I was just talking to my wife and um, I say, you're not watching the news and she's just like, no, I just need a bit of a break from it all. So hopefully NRL can can do it, but um, yeah, Justin, it's a, it's a very strange time at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolute uncharted waters. So yeah, a bit of a shockwave through with the whole AFL thing. So I'm sure the NRL were banking on them hanging around a bit longer than they did um, just to justify, I guess, their own continuation. But yeah, there's a few things being floated around now, like they'll try to ship everyone off to a North Queensland town um, for the next couple of months to play all the games there and um, basically just anything they can do to survive. So uh, without rugby league for three months, um, it puts a bit of a, uh, well, question marks over the long-term livelihood of this game and the people that are involved. So uh, as you said, it's a good little breakaway. Uh, It's what we're here for. Uh, We've got not only that, but we've got super coach as well, obviously. So uh, there's a few things that we can switch our mind off to, so thank God for that. There is, and you and I were just talking offline before we start the podcast, and um, the website, uh, NRL Supercoach Talk, you know, we really want to do something to to help people out there that are going to be struggling because um, if we like it or not, uh, it's going to get pretty tough over the next couple of months, and, and particularly it's going to get tough for some smaller businesses. So we're thinking about some of the pubs, clubs, restaurants, they're going to have to effectively shut their doors. So what we're going to do um, is we're going to offer all of those businesses an opportunity to promote and to advertise for free, 100% for free on the podcast, every single NRL Supercoach Talk podcast, and also all over the website. So all you need to do is send an email in to, to me at nrlse, nrlse talk at hotmail.com. 
just with you can either send me a logo or a bit of a summary of the business that um, if you are you own a small business and we'll do whatever we can to promote um, your business. As an example, you might not be able to have patrons come in, but you might be offering a takeaway service. Uh, if, if that's you, then let's help you out um, with free promotion and plugs all throughout this horrific event. And we'll keep doing it um, until we basically have to stop to get you back off your feet, hopefully. And then there's a few other things we'll try to do once we can start to enter back into some of these venues, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. But um, yeah, it's a small thing, JT, but hopefully we can help some people out. No, any little thing counts, I'm sure, mate. I'm sure that's a fantastic idea. Um, yeah, as you said, if it's one or two patrons you're getting extra, then uh, we're here to help. So absolutely, anyone uh, that might be affected, uh, please reach out. Okay, so what we're going to do every Sunday night is uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly um, from all the games that were. We've just finished watching a very ugly Titans performance mm. uh, that the uh, the Eels uh, absolutely, or oh, the floodgates opened up. It was pretty sad to watch uh, for the one or two Titans fans out there. And um, what was that promo that Maccas were running today, JT, that our mate Mark Gill had spruiked? Uh, yeah. A, what, <clears throat> I think Sparky had to, well, the Titans had to get to 10 points or more or 12 points or more, I think, to win a free Big Mac or something like that. Um, just fell short, so unluckily. Um, but, yeah, so poor old uh, Titans fans won't be getting a consolation Big Mac. Yes, I don't think they will be. Speaking about small businesses and supporting them, JT, I'm drinking a Ballistic Beer Co. Uh, tonight. They're lovely Ballistic Pale. Um, they're from Salisbury in Queensland. So if you're looking for a beer, jump on them, facebook.com uh, uh, backslash Ballistic Beer or Instagram at Ballistic Beer as well. Um, they, they're beautiful, beautiful, delicious beers. So with that being said, uh, the good, the bad and the ugly, it's time to get into it, Justin. Let's get into the first game, which is the Bulldogs versus your boys, the Cowboys. Uh, the good. Who are the good, mate? Who are the good? <laughs> oh, there was plenty of good there. But I finally got on the board there for the Cowboys. But in terms of good, bad and ugly for Supercoach, can't go past Jason Taumalolo. What an absolute beast. So a couple of different stats getting thrown around about how many metres he did run. It was up in the 300 and 20 plus range, which is just incredible for a guy of his size. Um, in 70 odd, 73 minutes, we've got him down for here. Um, broke the line, scored a try, 99 points. What more could you want? Do you own him? Do I own him? Hmm, who doesn't Do own, I him? own him? Who doesn't? Uh, let, uh, Wilbur. <laughs> Wilbur. From More the champs. Yes. Uh, yeah. oh, we won't go there any further. Uh, next on the list, we've got Cohen Hess with a 77, 80 minutes and a try. So bounce back a bit from last weekend. Yeah, could have had another one as well. Morgo put him over for what looked to be a second, but uh, young Jake Avarillo just held on to the leg and did what he needed to. So that could have been 100 plus for Hesse there. So uh, huge bounce back for him. 
Uh, you've also got Drinkwater at 73 points. I think he's put in two um, strong performances now and, and good super coach outings uh, rounds one and two. Line break, a try contribution and six uh, tackle breaks. Um, is he someone you'd be looking to bring in? I think he's at a, a reasonably affordable price as well. Yeah, he's just at that fullback 5'8", Jewel. So he's uh, in a couple of very congested positions, which is sort of the only reason I'm not looking at him. But uh, for that mid-range sort of price, he really has come out firing. So he just looks the part. So he looks every bit of super coach gun uh, in the future. And for now, he's strung a couple of games together. But uh, yeah, that positional sort of um, lockout, it's a bit tough for me to bring him in at the moment, but I'm sure a lot of people will be. Yeah, what he's priced at three hundred and sixty k, so it's very awkward. But um, there's a few. Yeah, I've got somebody like a, a Munster who um, we'll come onto a little bit later on, but is struggling to to put some super coach points on the board at the moment. And the Storm do look a little bit flat right now too. Um, so a downgrade to somebody like a Drinkwater to to get that uh, get that cash is going to um, you know help out the side in, in other areas. But uh, yeah, that that's uh, that's probably the only one that I'd be looking at at the moment. And the the, uh, the final good that I have on the list is Aiden Tom, sixty eight. He uh, played a, a whopping seventy minutes just all base. Yeah, there wasn't much good about that Bulldogs performance, but Aiden Tolman does what he always does. Um, yeah, high, sort of 500s, I think he is. So he does the job. That's all you can ask for him. Moving on to the bad, uh, with 31 points, we got Brandon Wakeham. And I think uh, you and I had a stake bet there, which uh, I think it's all over, mate. Well, yeah, it was you with Wakem versus me with Morgo. And uh, after Morgo's 59, 56, I think he ended up with on the weekend. Uh, he's doing it comfortably, but it's a long season, we hope. Fingers crossed. But yeah, Wakem, um, he looked okay, but Bulldogs just couldn't get anything going there. And that 31 sort of reflects that. They benched um, young Lachlan Lewis halfway through the game. And then that sort of shook it up a little bit. But yeah, Wakem, you're entrusting a lot in a rookie's hands there. And, um, not yet delivering. Moving along to the ugly, we've got Jason Averillo, uh, 19 points, uh, 25 minutes, but he did have a try assist, so that kind of bumped it up. And the reason why he's in the ugly camp now is just it screams auto-emergency nightmare for Onus. His name's Jake, by the way, champion, not uh, Jason. So that whole gag fell on its ass. But, yeah, yeah it, it didn't actually because Averillo r- rhymes with... Uh, it does. So, okay, I'll let you have that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, he pulled that try saver off on Hesse. So, with the limited minutes he got, Hesse. he definitely on Hess, Cohen, Coco, Hesse. Hesse. Uh, Hesse. Coco, yeah. <laughs> Coco. He looked, uh, he looked quite handy out there. So, with him, it's all about minutes, I guess, and trying to firm a uh, starting spot in that back line somewhere. But got his first taste there. Did all right. Won't harm your chances of a price rise down the track. But can't complain too much. But you called him ugly. So here you go. You're an owner, I guess. Yeah, it's not good. Um, speaking about the ugly, mate, Joe Simpson, uh, 18 points, 28 minutes. Just another is, I don't know, you could you could build a team of the players that have left the storm um, that have just gone backwards massively. So concerning there, if you looked at him as a, a mid-pricer, but uh, yeah, two poor performances in a row. Yeah, 28 minutes for a starting second row. That is ugly indeed. Dragons versus the Panthers, the good. Can't go past Nathan Cleary, 100 points with a try assist. Uh, a uh, What else have you got? Line break, a few goals, just all over uh, the shop there, um, smacking out another massive score. If you did start with Cleary, you're well ahead. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Moses sort of clawed his way back a little bit this afternoon, but um, yeah, Cleary all class again. And we thought it would come without Maloney there, and that's exactly what's happened the last couple of weeks. So, huge game. Indeed. The next one we've got there is uh, uh, Mansour, 79 points, tri-assist, five tackle breaks. Um, was a player that I was looking at quite closely, just didn't pull the trigger. Um, round one score of 65. He's looking like a fantastic trading option this week for somebody that might have like a, a Wonga Blake or something like that. Well, yeah, he had two tries all of last year. And again, he hasn't started um, scoring one this year, but he's still knocked out those huge scores. 79 for a winger without a try is absolute massive. So, um, yeah, absolutely. At that price, he's sort of mid 400s, I think, from memory. Uh, I've got him in my draft league, but definitely one I'm looking at uh, trading up to in the centers there, huge. Yeah, 417000 So he's priced, um, you know, around about the same as what you've got. Isaiah Yo, who we're going to speak to shortly, and also Jermaine Asako as well. So they're roughly all around about that that price. Moving along to Coruscant, uh, another strong performance, although it could have been a lot more. Um, 75 points. I think he was on about 50 to 60 points at halftime, but just couldn't really do much else. Didn't get too many more, too many runs going. So he had a line break and try. Um, another, you know, if you don't have him, uh, he's all, he's pretty much a must-have uh, to trade in this week at that hooking position. Yeah, 339K, just get him in. If you've got Damien Cook, um, beat the price, drop, I guess. Uh, Fui Maonu, uh, 75 points. He played 75 minutes. Um, just a, a base performance. Uh, fantastic there. Um, on the edge, uh, 200K, dual positions. Is he someone that you're going to be looking at? No, well, I wrote him off in the preseason because he's shown not a lot in terms of Supercoach in the very sort of limited game time he's had previously. Um, so that 75 is a massive surprise to me. Um, huge minutes, obviously, with um, uh, the starting spot there. But, yeah, I don't know. He's uh, going to knock out a few price rises, but based on history, um, don't expect there to be a massive game. And I think you've got Corbin Sims coming back in a couple of weeks as well, which um, could put that position... Uh, under threat, mm. um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what they um, what they do there. Yep, and your boy Isaiah Yo. Well, we we sort of wrote him off a little bit in the uh, Tuesday podcast, but he's come out here with a sixty-one from seventy-three minutes. Um, didn't get the huge attacking stats like he did last week. Uh, shifted to the second row, but yeah, he uh, looked quite handy. If you got him at your centre wing, um, he's looking like a very handy option. Yeah, so he had 34 tackles, zero missed, um, two tackle breaks, uh, two offloads. Mm. Um, so that's that's exactly what you want. So he he will be a very very tempting trade in. But um, I don't know, just with Capewell still to come into that side, I am still a little bit uh, pessimistic to see how he's going to go. Um, but um, for owners, uh, positive side is sign is that he did play the full or close to the full eighty. Uh, and then you had uh, Kakao making way, which is 56 minutes. So um, if you are an owner, congratulations. If you're not, it's going to be one of the bigger questions of this week, uh, no doubt. Um, that's pretty much it for the good. Let's move on to the bad. Brian To'o, uh, 21 points, uh, 36 points last week. So he's very highly priced. He's probably someone you need to get off if you uh, did start with him. Yeah, they don't seem to be going down his side at all. It's all Mansource at the moment. So, uh, unlike Mansource, Toto's just not making the points without those tries. So, 
yeah, unfortunate option there if you went him as a pod at the start. JFH, another uh, underwhelming performance, 59 minutes, 41. He's going to see some price decreases. Um, if you did start with him, also probably time to get off to. Yeah, well, there was always the injury cloud coming into the year as well. So he was quite fortunate to get a start last week. Um, but again, didn't get through a hell of a lot of work. Um, so he had a massive last season as well. So might just be showing the effects of that. Um, but yeah, he started at a massive price. So you're taking a bit of a, a drop there. Moving along to the ugly, we've got James Graham, who definitely looks like he's pretty much finished up. Um, 31 points, 35 minutes. Um, super coach, relevant, no more. No, he's gone the way of the Bromwiches and uh, who else? Aaron Woods of the past. <laughs> so, uh, outside of intimidating Josh Reynolds uh, to no end in, game, in round one, yeah, he has not done a lot. So, yeah, anyone that owns Graham, maybe draft, I guess. Get Yeah, no good. And the last one, although it did score and performed very well, uh, Matt Dufty, that uh, might not be a great thing for Lomax. Um, mm. Lomax did still manage to pump out at 55, um, but, you know, that's that's not going to help uh, with uh, if Dufty continues to score uh, tries as he got two on the weekend and what Lomax is looking at him now, he also had a try. So without that, it's a pretty underwhelming score. So um, that's going to be enjoy the price rise for while it lasts now, but he's probably someone to think about moving out, um, particularly at that price. Yeah, well, I'm not looking to move him out at all given the price and the fact he's goal-kicking centre wing, but just playing him week to week I think now becomes the bigger call. So the fact he's stuck on the wing there, he relied on that try, as you said, uh, this round. It uh, doesn't bode well for him week to week going forward. Play him on matchups maybe, but unfortunately not the sort of set and forget, get a huge price rise from him at the start of the year. But oh well, we move on. All right, it's time for the Let's Go Broncos first South. Yeah. Great win by the boys, mate. Great win. Um, for the good, you can't go past Katoni Staggs. 131 points, three tries and three line breaks. What performance? Yeah, I'm surprised you remember this game after reading some of the messages you were sending about midnight. But, uh, yeah, nonetheless, Katoni Staggs, hat-trick hero. So, jeez, uh, huge pot option at the start of the year, and he's delivered in spades. But, uh, yeah, he looked... Uh, very, very good out there. I don't know if he's with that 131 to stick around in the price rolling for the next couple of weeks. Trade-in option? Potentially. I'm pretty sure they play the Titans this weekend as well or this in round three. So he's definitely someone that I've, uh, I'm have i looking at. It's probably either him or Jermaine Asako. Um, they could go absolute ballistic, uh, no pun intended, by the beer. Um mm. Uh, it didn't really work, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Moving yeah. on. Uh, yeah, as you said, Asako, he was another one in our good list here. So 63, a couple of back-to-back 60-pluses. So uh, after looking like he was completely all at sea, not getting named at fullback or even on the wing to start the year, he's been uh, shoehorned in there with Jack Bird injury and uh, has picked the role up pretty handsomely. So uh, we'd all forgotten about him, but maybe it's time we start thinking about him. 63 this week. Yeah, it looks pretty good, mate. He looks pretty good. Um Payne Haas, just locking captain every week. Well, a bit fortunate there. He hit an 81 uh, here with, um, I guess, a contentious try assist call. Um, they always seem to happen, but I think he got an offload away and uh, Stag started to do quite a bit of work. So I believe they gave it to him uh, based on that 81, but that could change on updates. But um, as you said, the guy plays 80 minutes in prop forward position. That's, yeah, 
nearly unheard of. So as just captain, captain each week, you can't really go wrong. Speaking about front row forwards, Flegler uh, is someone that we spoke about very briefly on the SC report last Tuesday night, uh, but he's someone that was fantastic, 74 points in 51 minutes, and I'm pretty sure the majority of that was from base. So at be- just a little bit below 300K, he's someone that people should definitely be looking at quite uh, closely, although it does appear that Matt Lodge could be back sooner than planned. I think he he's ACL injuries and a, a season ender, um, mm. so that might be two months and, and he's back. I mean, still enough for the price rises and a, you know, he's hit a 74 from 51 minutes. I guess that's a big, uh, thing with that Ford pack. There's a lot, uh, to come back off of Hengawe as well. So, yep. Alex uh, Glenn. Yeah. I mean, question marks there, but, um, yeah, good North Queensland boy. Uh, he's gone wrong going to your club, but, uh, yeah, churning out some good super coach scores. All right, moving on to the bad. Can't go past Damien Cook, 35 points. So he's going to drop a ton. Um, and I didn't do the math before this, but let's just say he's probably going to. Oh, he's probably going to drop at least a hundred k. Yeah, I mean, he started so highly priced, so uh, I was a little surprised to see um, certain people go with him, uh, stick with him. So seven hundred and six k. He hit a forty seven last week, and he hit a thirty five. Um, he always looks dangerous at the line, but um, without South, but those forwards barging over for tries off. Cook short balls like they did all of last year, then this year he looks relatively pedestrian, which is surprising for a guy of his caliber. Um, I know we say don't write off a gun, but uh, his break even before this week was 134. So he's hit a 35 on that. Uh, that just spells price drop. So he's got the Roosters next week and then the Storm um, the week after as well. So some pretty tough competition for the Rabbitohs over the next two weeks. So if I'm an owner, I'm just moving on uh, for now. Just you know, suck it up, you get them wrong, um, which we all do at times, um, and just admit it and then uh, trade him down to Coruscant or even, you know, you got Grant that could be coming straight in um, to start next week for, uh, you know, for, for the Tigers with that, that swap now being confirmed as well. Um, but, yeah, just uh, lick your wounds, get up and just uh, move him on. Moving away from... From uh, Cook, let's go to the ugly. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, again, 23 points. I think he what moved from fullback to centre at a p- point in time. Bennett's come out after that game and said that he's probably not ready to play fullback. So it just screams disaster here for um, Latrell Mitchell, at least early into his uh, South career. Yeah, bizarre scene. So I thought all the talk about him during the week, everyone was writing him off and the whole thing about getting benched as a fullback came to the fore and going up to Tari and all that. I expected a massive performance there and it was more of the same. So he still looks handy in the couple of runs that he does, but geez, 23 points. Uh, all I can say is he's going to be very juicily priced when he finally gets his head in the game. He will, but not having the goal kicking is a bit of a, a, mm. a downer. He's going to have to be quite uh, quite cheap to, to pick him up. Um Braden Burns is another. It was one of uh, the hype train, I'd say, coming into the end of the preseason, but has really failed to live up to his standards last year with 15 points. And then uh, Jesse Arthur's 14 after a fantastic um, first round performance. It just didn't seem to go down his side at all. Still looked okay, but just um, didn't really have the opportunity from Super Coach. But does come up against the Titans this weekend, so uh, you'd be brave to be leaving him out of your side if you do own him. Mm. Yeah, a little disappointing there, but he's a, a cheapy-ish sort of player, three hundred odd k. And as you said, had a has a handy matchup this week, so you ride with that, I guess. 
Brodie Croft injury is also an ugly one for the Broncos, but thankfully he's only going to miss maybe one to two weeks. It could even be back this weekend, or they might rest him against the Titans. Um, that that could uh, have a bit of an impact in terms of how the, the Broncos are going, although they didn't seem to lose their way too much when he went off uh, quite early in the game. Yeah, they just need to work out how they deal with Andrew McCulloch. He's just looks cooked. So uh, the you know, less game time he gets, the better, I think, for them. Warriors versus the Raiders. It was a home game for the Warriors, but of course it was held on the Gold Coast for the good. Not too much here, really. It was a pretty poor um, scoring round or, or, or game for the Warriors and Raiders players uh, with only two over 60 points. So you got Kotrick with 62. He had... But he had a massive, I couldn't believe this. I had to oh, relook at it. Unreal. 16 tackle breaks. Incredible. Yeah, and we're Bailey Simonson owners and we're watching that. Every time I look at him, I think, is that Simon? Nope, it's Kotrick. He's busting seven tackles in one run. Uh, he looked incredible. Still only finished with um, 62. Obviously, didn't get a try, but um, got a bit of the Mansour of old about him. Um, but, yeah, just surprisingly never really kicked on as a super coach op- option despite that uh, running ability. So he only scored two tries, I think, last year. Um, I don't think he scored any this year. But as soon as he, he puts it together, mate, he's going to be a phenomenal super coach option if he can keep busting out those tackle breaks. Um, you know, we, we we haven't got him listed here, but for the Simo Star owners out out here um, or out there, um, you know, a, a, maybe a swap to Kotrick isn't the worst option. Kotrick looks the the far. Better um, super coach player, I think, given the base than than Simosta. Yeah, Simo was very uninvolved. He took his first run, I think, fifteen minutes into this game and spilled it, and then after that, just kept getting belted. Um, if anyone watched his try on the weekend, it was the biggest gift you've ever seen in your oh, life. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I was cheering it, but uh, yeah, they just spread it wide and basically had a five on one, and he got the ball. Uh, to fall over the line, literally. So um, very lucky to get that try there. Uh, fed off of another one we've got in a good here, Jared Croker. So had a very down week last week, I think at 20, 24 or so. Uh, this week he's bounced back with a 60 with that try assist, a few goals. Um, still not looking. He's never been a like base point center wing. So you've got to rely on these attacking stats. This week he got him, but uh, week to week risky proposition by the looks this year. Katoa, uh, $170 odd thousand dollars. Looks a must trade in this week with the Warriors um, saying they're going to stick around 50.65 minutes. The only issue there is that he got a concussion. Uh, reports mm. that it's all to be confirmed at the moment, but hopefully he's okay. Um, he looks a really good prop, uh, cash cow proposition. Uh, moving on to the bad, RTS 38. Uh, just. If for those who are looking for a bit of a pot option, you picked the wrong one with Ponga uh, going big, big again today. Yeah, poor old RTS. He's just got too much of this Warriors side on his shoulders, so couldn't get anything going. Uh, it was a horrible, hot game, and the ball was difficult to control. RTS just doesn't look the same this year. Um, speaking of the Heat, a guy that would have absolutely struggled more than anyone, George Williams, new English recruit. Uh, finished with a try assist at the very end of the game, but leading up to that was in the teens for a lot of that. So, got a little lucky at the end there with a kick that came off. With a, so he had a thirty-four, but uh, if you've bought him at the start of the year, you're a little worried. Oh, I think you just you, you ride that eighty-point score last week, although it was against the Titans. But uh, I think you've probably got other bigger issues in mm. your side to be worrying about trading him out at the moment. 
Fair. Uh, the Uglies, the wing, well, he's centre now, but David Fusatua and Ken Mamalo, tw- twin 21s. So, uh, yeah, not ideal. Not the 21s you want to be pulling on the Gold Coast. So, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately uh, they, like RTS, couldn't get anything going. Uh, we need a for this podcast, don't we? Um, I think I've got one. Hang on, just let me wait here. Oh, wait for this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Um, but yeah, they yeah, they just don't look the same. Uh, poor Ken Mamalo. He was such a huge option last year and got through all the work. But this year, the Warriors just look all at sea. So we'd be staying very well clear of their back line. Uh, Jack Whiten, hasn't he come back to earth? And to think everyone was talking him up after that one big game against the Titans, or one big half, because that's all it ended up being, about a 90-point well, half. Better, I was about to say that, mate. He, uh, he scored 19 points in two halves of football. Yeah, that's not what you want to see. Um, and that's what Jack Whiten's done ever since he's been uh, semi-relevant in Supercoach. So, fell way back to earth this year, or oh, this game, I should say. So, not what you want to see. No, and the final one there, Havili with a hamstring injury, might, might miss next week uh, with the tight turnaround. Moving on to the Roosters versus the Seagulls for the good there. Um, after uh, telling a certain someone in uh, in a, a chat we have that he is completely irrelevant this year, Victor Radley pumps out a 75 and 69 minutes with a, a line break. Sorry, Rob. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Don't worry about that. Yeah, Victor Radley had a great game. Um, tackled hard. Uh, he's running the ball a little more this year. Again, he's a tricky priced option, but did the job there. Egg on your face. Uh, Teddy, I've just had a look there. We had him down as 70 here. They've just updated this game and he's gone to an 85. So I uh, don't know where they pulled those stats from, but as my captain, yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> so 170 Jeez. points for, uh, for El Capitano Teddy. So where did uh, where did Turbo end up then? Let me just have a look there. Um, Turbo, if he got points, must be some pretty late late updates, though. Yeah, they didn't update this one, so we're going to air. What's it? Eight o'clock now, Queensland time or the real time? And uh, yeah, they hadn't updated the Roosters manly game before we went to air. So I'll just have a look now. But um, yeah, if you want to talk Turbo a little bit 71. about yeah, Turbo seventy one. So. Still, these scores are going to be a little bit updated, but we'll still run through them anyway. Um, so Bradley finished on well at the moment 70, 70 points. Uh, the next player on the li- on the list is Angus Crichton. Um, so he he's actually downgraded from sixty eight to sixty seven. Um, he had a line break and a, a line break assist. So his first game of the year, eighty minutes. I'm pretty sure they played on the edge. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't think I had any shuffling around mid game. So he started there. Played out the game there, but it's just that week-to-week risk of where does he go. So, yeah, handy score, but line break and line break assist as well. Attacking stat reliant. Uh, wouldn't be going near him. Tapao, 67 points in 48 minutes. Um, from memory, he just he seems to just crank out these super coach scores against the better side. So this one's probably not, um, you know, it shouldn't be too surprised with that output. No, he's sort of taken a pack um, on his back the last couple of weeks. So he's had two offloads this game. Um, not many tackle busts to his name that I can see. So he had the one. So, yeah, he's not making the barnstorming runs like he used to, but he's making plenty of them in the minimal minutes that he gets. So between here and AFB, who's sat at a 64 after that game, they uh, will AFB particularly bounce back after last week. So... Uh, very high price forwards, not cranking out the 70-plus scores that you kind of need at that price, but uh, doing the job. 
Tupo uh, is one that's upgraded quite well. So he went from a 64 to a 68 um, with the try. So uh, he's looks like he's a pretty good option in the centre wing. Yeah, just bomb to him. Tries will come. The bad, Flanagan, 35, got 40 in round one. Some had hoped him to be a bit of a smoky in the halves this year. doesn't look like it. If you went that way, it's probably time to trade him out before prices uh, move in round three. Yeah, too much pressure on the poor kid. Joseph Manu, uh, 21, 45 in round one. Another player that if you'd hoped to be a bit of a pot option, this time in the centre wing, good in real life, doesn't really seem to um, replicate itself in Supercoach. So another player to probably move on. Yeah, and, and one that I'm winning a stake bet at this stage on with Benny G. So he had him 55-plus mm-hmm. average at the start of the year, and he's hit uh, some pretty low scores, I think 40-odd last week, and then a, uh, well, 27 now, so a little bit of an upgrade for him. But, um, yeah, just not kicking on. The bad, uh, that pretty much sums it up. Moving along to the ugly, the Seagulls the cheapies. So Kepi, um, although he did go off with a HIA uh, along with Brad Parker and uh, Ola Ka'atu, um, don't know if that's right, um, but had a crack and apologies. Um, uh, both scored under 20. Yeah, so they're huge risks all, all the time, these Seagulls cheapies. So Des doesn't like to play in big minutes um, coming off the bench there, so a little disappointing if you started with them, but seem to be a couple that are uh, doing all right at that sort of price to start the year. So, uh, yeah, might be a change up coming. All right, mate, let's just have a little bit of a, a break there um, and we're going to go come back with the final three games of the round. So the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Bucks first, the Storm in what was a horrific game of football. I think in the uh, the first half alone, there were 13 errors and nine penalties. So um, some pretty poor stuff. For the good, JT, um, who stro- who was uh, the standouts from uh, from this game? I guess it's got to be CS9. So he just controlled that game so well. Finished on 70 points. Um fair bit in goal kicking there but set up a try or the winning try in the end to Kami Kamitha who also finished on 74 so strong performance Ooh. from Kami who's retained that starting spot over Naz so he's pumped out sort of middle-ish sort of minutes but yeah 74 there um had a what a 52 last week so yeah he's pumping out handy scores at 295k but uh whether he keeps that starting spot going forward is the question but, uh, yeah, he and Smithy combined there for some big points for owners. And for the Sharks, it was Magulius with 64 points uh, as the top 
Point scorer for them off the bench. Uh, so what he had a try, 32 tackles in 47 minutes. So a seriously impressive performance. Yeah, if only he was there from week one. We all would have uh, jumped on him there. But yeah, got the try. Uh, well done following through on the ball. Um, good to see for the young kid. But um, yeah, that's a huge amount of tackles. And we've heard about it for a while. This is the new gal. So uh, is this the start of his uh, breakout year? Sorensen replaced Nick Nikora, who um, was injured in the pregame. He played the full 80 minutes and scored. He's just been upgraded as well to a 62. So not really super coach relevant, uh, but a, a good performance there. However, one very relevant super coach player is uh, your boy Connor Tracy. I know I mean, Root. Yeah, well done. Uh, uh, Rudolph, uh, 40, uh, 47 up to 50 points in 40-plus minutes. Uh, so really impressive, and he actually finished three points higher uh, than uh, Andrew Fafita with 47 points, and he's in our bad list. He only played 37 minutes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. You know, like Fifi always sort of brought himself up to these uh, huge games, and the Melbourne Storm are exactly that. So, um, yeah, maybe he's carrying a few niggles. Um, who knows? But the start of the year has been very underwhelming. So Cameron Munster, I'm an owner. I don't really know what to do with him. He's 644K, um, 39 points, I think he scored. So it's not the end of the world, but it's still, you know, he's going to drop a lot of cash. And the Storm look, um, they just look really flat. I don't know. It didn't look like the Storm of old at all. And, and um, I mean, Jerome Hughes scored really badly in this game. and uh, We'll talk about him uh, very quickly soon. Uh, but, but if you owned Munster, would you be looking to move him on? Yeah, well, this is what he's done last year. So I was I owned him all of last year nearly, and um, he hit these sort of forties without doing anything. Um, you really, just have to ride him out because sooner or later he's going to pull out a hundred and fifty. And they've had a couple of tough games as well, Storm. So they played Manly last week in pretty horrible conditions. The Sharks, who were always a tough pack. Um, so I mean, you couldn't have banked on too many attacking stats there. But they played the Panthers this week, which should be a nice open game. Um, after that, they got the Bunnies as well. So mm. it's been a tough sort of start, but they got the Titans after that. So if you're looking at selling Munster now, um, yeah, brave, brave move. He'll drop some cash, yeah. but he'll make it up. Yeah. Who knows where they're going to be? I don't think they'll be playing in Melbourne um, this weekend. So no. that'll be it'll be interesting. But I think there's plenty of super coach points in all of those sides. So the Panthers, the Rabbitohs, and the Titans. I think there's a lot um, there. So if you're a Cam Smith, a Munster, or even a, a Papanusen, uh, owner, um, I think you've got a pretty good few weeks ahead of you. Um, Sean Johnson, so I've got here 27 points. What did he get upgraded to? Uh, let me have a look. He definitely wasn't involved. Um, no. Last week had a couple of nice tries. It's out to uh, 28 points. 28 points, so not a huge jump there for him. But uh, that's unfortunately what SJ did all of last year as well. He hit a 95 last week and then he out a uh, 28 against tough opposition this week. So uh, I guess you just got to ride that. It's an unfortunate score, but uh, he'll towel up the uh, – he's a bit of a flat track bully, so he'll be back. Got the Knights next week, so, yeah, they're very – that's a very flat track, isn't it, <laughs> Uh Well, he's the one smiling at the moment. <clears throat> mm. uh, the ugly, um, Jack Williams. So he was on 19 points before upgrades. That's now at 26. Only played 47 minutes. Um, if you're an owner, he's just a mid-pricer that has not worked out at this stage and you just, I think you have to move him on. 
Yeah, 400K, that's a huge starting price for someone that uh, hasn't cracked more than 42 yet. So, um, yeah, he's going to drop price. Uh, he's not looking ideally out there either. So, the congestion in the forward pack as well at the Sharks' minutes are hard to come by. So, yeah, be moving him on. Let's move on to your boy, Connor Tracy. <laughs> Zero points in nine minutes. Well, the real Connor Tracy, please stand up. Halfback only, 245K. <laughs> uh, zero points in nine minutes. I'm pretty sure that still counts to his score as well. You know, sometimes if they don't play any minutes at all, uh, you get he an does. auto emergency. Unfortunately, mm. this one, for anyone that uh, for some reason played him, uh, you've got a big fat zero there. Wake, Graham, injury. Um, don't really know what the how bad that is. There's a talk that he might be back next week, but I think he played about 66 minutes. So a wait and see there because that would be potentially great news for, um, well, I don't know, it depends on the severity, but um, Magulius um, might continue to play some, some bigger minutes. Let's move on to the Sunday games. Two left, uh, JT, Tigers versus the Knights, the good here. Uh, so Pierce, 104 with three tries, assists to one try. Yeah, so Pierce of 2019 all over. So he just towed up this Tigers defense. They were awful out there. They couldn't tackle him. Um, and he went to town. So 100 and, uh, I think he turned up four or five times last year. So he has these big scores in him. Um, very quiet game last week, but bounce back to form here. Ponga, if you did start with him as a, as we said before, as a pot option over the Turbo and Teddy combo, um, geez, well done. 84 points, one try, he lost eight points in goal kicking. That goal kicking ap- action looks horrendous. Yeah, I don't know what he does, this little like shuffle thing before he goes and he's very shallow sort of run up as well. It's obviously his style, but um, last year he hooked himself from it. So you wouldn't hope as an owner that he keeps missing more because that could be coming their way if Lino or someone takes the reins. But uh, at least for now, he's got that sewn up. Lucy Leilua, 82 uh, with a try and a line break. Um, I know people might say, oh, that's two tries in two weeks, but he just seems like that kind of player. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he scores, depending on how many rounds there are this year, um, something like 15 tries. Yeah, they definitely find him close to the line there as well. He was chasing the kicks through as well. So definitely an attacking player, and he's got those attacking stats. I don't think they're too out of the ordinary. Um, but it's come back, comes back to one of my points from last year, a, um, unpopular opinion, but missed tackles really should be worth more because that guy and his brother, I reckon combined, if you were to grade that game, they got F's, F minuses for their defensive work out there. Uh, he might have gotten 82 points, but geez, if he starts, uh, failing to put the shots on like he did today, is his spot in that side, uh, sewn up long term? Uh, I, I think he's safe. I, I think his brother is the one that might be um, have a questionable spot, but a um, lot of money there, um, and you, you don't think they're probably going to, to drop him, particularly now that Momoroski's moved to the Storm. Hmm. Well, yeah, it just depends who shuffles out now because I wouldn't be picking BJ on that performance, but, yeah, no. interesting times. Um, Alex Twal, so produced similar stuff last year before we kind of went off the boil a bit. 67 points, 66 minutes, all base, 78 last week. Um, it did include a line break. So he's certainly one of the better pot options for the front row. Um, the only question mark for me is whether he can just keep this up throughout the season. He did, um, you know, it can only maintain that kind of work ethic and, and, uh, and output about three quarters of the way through last year. 
Yeah, so he's definitely in the Tolman mould. He just gets his work done out there. He makes the tackles, and unfortunately, the Tigers had to make plenty of them today. So he, yeah, I think he had 53 by their count at the end of the game. So he did a fair chunk of work out there in hot conditions. So it's longevity, as you said, that's the main point there. But he's under 500k, I'm pretty sure. So uh, to sew that sort of score up in your front row is pretty handy. The bad, Zane Rusgrove, he was definitely one of the hype players uh, coming into round one. 200K, but uh, many thought he could be starting for the Tigers and, uh, well, if not starting, get his way into the starting side. But 36 minutes, so playing really good minutes, but just the, the points per minute is not there, 24 points. Yeah, I'll be looking to shuffle him along this week if I can find a reasonable uh, sort of price rise somewhere else. So, geez, your side must be pretty bloody good, man. <laughs> to move him on. Well, I hit an eleven eighty four this week by well pre Monday counts eleven eighty five. So compared to last <laughs> week, <laughs> charge out of the ballpark, mate. Yeah, there you go. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, in terms of actual injuries or anything, there's nothing else. So if I can make some money, I'll try to. Yeah, I've got a. There's too many other issues on my side. I'll be holding him. Uh, the ugly. Speaking about the the current look of my t- my team, uh, Joey Leilua, twenty two with five missed tackles. Jesus, you have him in your side? Oof. No, mate. No, oh, no. Right. My side. The rest of my side is just horrible. Ah, right. Yeah, four hundred and sixty six k. He had that one trial game where everyone suddenly talked him up because he uh, did what he usually does and got the offloads and busts and all that sort of stuff. And then he's turned up and yeah, he just looks ready for a fight, not a game. So. Uh, if you're a Leilua owner, as 10% of teams are, you've uh, barked up the wrong tree there. So he is his spot even safe, as we said. He just, he missed some terrible tackles today. That's not what a coach like Michael Maguire will want to see. And then Mitch Barnett, shoulder injury. Um, the poor fellow just seems to continue to, to pick up these these knocks um, and just uh, doesn't seem the most durable player out there. No, and he was also a little pot option as well at the start of the year, but um, just can't get anything right with his uh, injuries. So uh, he made it through a fair bit of work during the game, but uh, yeah, didn't look good gripping that arm on the way off. Okay, let's get on to the final game of the round, Titans versus the Eels, the good. Um, So at this point in time, JT... Uh, I'm doing the Estee report on Tuesday naked. Uh, it's 98. You got two points to go, unless he got an offload or so. So the deal was 100 points plus by Mitchell Moses, or was it under 100? If it's under 100, I'm doing a new. I'm doing. Ah, I'm doing. see, I was praying that he didn't even. Oh, I owned him. I was praying that he didn't go large in that last 10 minutes. So yeah, that's not ideal. Um, surely there's an offload or so in there for you, mate. We're not uh, vlogging though. Or- video no 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 we're not yep. we're not doing that I, I i could not believe that they went for the two with a minute to go because on every chance he was going to get an attacking stat there but anyway um took the four points too shy at the moment but i think there's a try contribution um uh, points there that he'll probably get so he might sneak through but yeah bounce back classic moses performance i think and that's just what he can do uh and then so dylan brown 100 points two tries yeah, they couldn't tackle him in the second half. This is pretty much when Titans shut up shop, so wouldn't read too much into that score. Um, he's not overly relevant this year, but, uh, yeah, day out for him. Well, just running at Cardi all day. Well, yeah, I think that'll uh, be the option for every team going forward. Well, yes, I mean, I did apologise on his behalf on Tuesday night, but uh, no more. That was pathetic. I, don't, I just... Um, I. 
don't understand it. New coach continues to hold the starting position, uh, 26 points today, and just, I don't know, he just brain farts all the time. Yeah, he's uh, all flash and no substance, so he's, yeah, he can throw an offload, a handy enough one, but at the end of the day, you've surely got a much hungrier uh, young second rower waiting in the wings that's actually going to put their body on the line. Um, so for mine, yep, just spells, it's just Titans all over that side. Yeah, maybe when Keegan Hipgrave comes back, you could oh, play yep. him in the middle and then um, cut right down the edge or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. On man. the bench, selling pies to the ground staff. <laughs> <laughs> to the grand start because no one else is yep. the game. <laughs> um, Ryan Madison, 77 uh, with one try assist. A little bit surprising there because he was on 70 from memory um, with uh, about 50 minutes in into the game, I think. So with about um, – I think I was looking at watching Fox Sports and it said there was about 30 minutes to go or 25 to go. So what happened there? Uh, not a lot. I mean, they Eels had all the ball down their end, so they were just going left to right trying to find a spot in. So he made a run or two here and there, but wasn't doing any tackles, didn't get the attacking stats. So effectively did what he needed to in that first half with the offload to Moses to set up that first try. But outside of that, um, yeah, quietened up, which was, I think, just the flow of the game. And then the next player we've got here, although it wasn't a massive score, this is probably hopefully what we're looking for in terms of the um, the output um, and the minutes uh, from from this player. So I'm just looking pulling up his minutes now. So what Arrow played 80. Um, he's probably not going to play the full 80 each week, but um, he's got the capability to do it. Shifted out into the edge because there were just a ton of injuries for the Titans tonight. Um, but 61 points, hopefully we'll get a couple of upgrades there. But he showed enough um, tonight to, for me to, to keep him in the side. Oh, he's just about their only uh, decent player and he puts in every single week. So a um, bit tough for him out on the edge there. All he was really doing was tackling because his teammates weren't. But um, still looked handy enough with the ball in hand. Um, Jai Arrow's, yeah, that's 61. It's, it's a nice score, but who knows where he's going to float around in this side. So I'm a bit in, just um the bad list here we have is very interesting given the the scoreline Justin so you got Gutho Lane and Brown 36 37 and 29 points um you would have expected all three of those to have scored pretty well um given the score of 46 to 6 yeah and I mean Sevo could have very easily been in that list as well but he scored a late try there um Fergo did okay as well, but nearly the whole of the Eels' backline up until that very late in the second half were, um, yeah, very low scoring. Uh, they may update and who knows where they'll end up on Monday. But, um, yeah, Clint Gutherson, uh, he might have had to step into dummy half. I'd have to watch that game mm. back because Reed yeah, Marnie went Reed off. Reed Marnie. Mm. Um, which might have uh, hindered him there, but he still looked dangerous enough. But a 36 is, yeah, that's far too low for a guy of his calibre. Yeah, Reed Marnie only played 38 minutes. So, um, agree. I have to watch that game again um, to see where he shifted, but um, could have been the case. Moving on to the ugly, um, after I thought it was a, a pretty good performance last week, um, and Caelan Watkins with 23, I mean, yeah, as you've pointed out here, shifted to the wing, plus they're standing under the goalpost for the entire <laughs> second half. I think that I think the Eels only had to make about 50 to 60 tackles in the second half, which is incredible. So I'm willing to give him a pass mark for this game and forgive and forget. Yeah, he, there was just nothing going for him at all. Um, got belted every time he made a run. Cardi wasn't passing him in the ball, um, as you 
as you would completely expect. So yeah, did what he could. But I enjoyed his. Um, it was in a side chat with Benny G and. Matty Hanlon, one of my mates. Thanks for the invite, the, mate. <laughs> just on the uh, we're old housemates on the Wonga Blake v Callum Watkins matchup there. So they were crawling along, uh, and Callum Watkins ended up beating him twenty three points to nineteen pre updates. So Wonga Blake, another one on the ugly list, and you're an owner. That would have been a tough watch. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's definitely one of my trade out guys this week. He's just. Um, had two games where he just hasn't shown enough. He tried to get involved a bit, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, given what we've spoken about with some of those Broncos center wings, um, I'll, I'll be looking to probably move him on uh, this week. Yeah, 386K uh, gives you a fair chunk of cash to work with. So if you can't tail up the Titans, who can he do? Yeah, but I mean, they do have a very easy game in round three. Uh, excuse me? Did you not see we are on? We are one in a row, the Mighty Cowboys. So moving on, uh, I think the final one, uh, not only the game, but we've already talked about him. But in terms of the ugly for the week, it's a toss-up between Joey Leilua and Bryce Cartwright as the downright absolute hit every tree on the ugly branch, <laughs> every branch on the ugly tree. <laughs> getting bored. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a good one. So let's just sum up the podcast and finish up with we want to go 30 minutes for with. We've gone 50 where it is, but that's just what happens. All right, so um, JT, your good of the week. Uh, My good of the week, I think it has to go to Mitch Moses. So bounce back in a big way there. We did expect it. Um, Could have been anything, but he's delivered. Uh, He's restored a bit of faith for owners there. So for me, finished on a high. Mitch Moses for the good of the week. For me, I've got to go with Katoni Staggs. People jumped off him without the goal kicking, but 131 followed up with another uh, a great performance. Well, a try last week and bagged him a bit because he didn't have the base, but he just it looks so dangerous in attack. So potentially one to look at um, this week before price rises. What about your bad of the week, JT? Got to be Damien Cook, I reckon. So obviously not the end of the world, but um, just means that he's effectively a must-trade-out option with that price drop and up his price rise at this stage or Billy Walters um, even if you can nab that price rise. So for mine, that was just a pretty rough old performance by Cookie there for a 700K player. So for me, he's the bad of the week. I'm a toss-up between an Andrew Fafita or a Sean Johnson here. I thought it um, really disappointing. Just probably Fafita's minutes, 37. That's, um, you know, for a guy that some people thought that was going to be a, an undervalued gun coming into the, the season, um, mm. you know, he's he's really fallen so far if you think where he finished the year last year. So he's my bad of the week. Um, who's the, uh, the ugly one of the week, JT? As you very um, lovely pointed out the one that's fallen and hit it every single branch on the way down this week. Mm, Bryce Cartwright. Uh, not only did he not pass the bloody ball out to Callum Watkins, but couldn't make a tackle. Um, sums up exactly what's wrong with the Titans at the moment, just not putting in. So super coach and NRL in general, he's the ugly. I'm going to go with Jack Williams, 19 points up to 26, I think, in 47 minutes. Again, another player that people thought we're going, was going to be one of the the better mid prices around about the 400k and just has really failed to deliver. So Jack Williams owners, um, he's my ugly player of the week. That is it, JT. The first of our Sunday night pods. It's probably going to be a bit of a rotation between people, um, whoever's got the time, but we'll do it. And just to uh, reiterate the start, if you do have a small business or are impacted in any way by the virus that's hitting the world at the moment, 
um, we can help in uh, what we can do is to, to offer you free podcast um, advertising and also website advertising as well for your business to, to try and kick it along. So um, reach out to us on our website uh, or email, which is preferred at nrlsctalk at hotmail.com. Uh, and that is about it, JT. We'll be back on Tuesday night. Will indeed. We'll try and make this shorter going forward, but obviously a huge round of uh, rugby league in general. So, uh, yeah, good to talk to you on a Sunday night. Loving uh, the weekend chats. Mm, very good. All right. That's been fun, JT. Until uh, until next, uh, well, Tuesday, hopefully, we can talk some more NRL. See you Ye- guys. Thank you. Yeehaw. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.